Uh, Sean Bunn, I'm uh, the Managing Director of Empire Metals, and uh, we're here to talk about the Pitfield Giant Titanium uh, Deposit. Pitfield Giant Titanium Deposit, sounds good, doesn't that giant anything sounds good? Sounds like it might be worth something. I, I believe so. I mean, we don't use the word giant, as we've said in previous discussions. It's, it's, not a, it's, it's, it's an adjective that we use because that defines the sort of scale of this mineralized system. It's, uh, you know, it's a world-class, globally significant mm. mineral system that is incredibly enriched in ilmenite and titanium-type minerals. Right, because we, we talked in the past, uh, you know, about where the company's come from, what the type of company it was, and it's kind of, was sort of, it was a certain size for a long time. You've seen some appreciation recently. People are beginning to get a sense that you might be onto something here. So what do you know now? And then let's get into what do you do next? So what, what do we know today? Yeah, so we've defined this thing as, as a sort of uh, a, a big hydrothermal event that's come into a sedimentary basin. So there's some reasons I raise those, that, those points. So this is a unique outlier in the titanium world. Um, there are no sedimentary hosted massive titanium deposits that have, you know, the resources have been reported. They're usually igneous rock systems that, uh, you know, the Rio, for instance, in Quebec, uh, a mining, a Telnus in Norway, or big mineral sands beach deposits that, you know, the, the, the minerals started as igneous rocks, but, you know, got crushed down. So what we have discovered, if you like, is is a sort of an outlier. It's, it's, um, it's, it's so large, it's such a big system, so fully uh, impregnated with these sort of minerals um, that, that we don't, it's pointless trying to compare this project to another titanium project. Right. We, we sit in amongst supergiants, in fact. We sit amongst a category of, you know, like the, you know, the Carlin Gold Basin, or you're looking at, you know, something like uh, Olympic Dam. You, you're looking at such a big system that it could be full of all sorts of uh, valuable minerals. Right. And I think certain minerals get a lot better hearing than others in the marketplace. They're better understood. Um, Copper, which you were originally chasing when, when we spoke last year, um, better understood than titanium. So how, how do you get a sense of which minerals you're honing in on, focusing in on, if you've kind of got this kind of um, choice, as it were? Well, the copper's come through. So I'll just comment briefly on copper without uh, trying to mix too many uh, into the, mm. you know, it's not a box of licorice all sorts that you can just go in and pick what you want. We found titanium. We found titanium, you know, over a 30 kilometer strike length. We found it now three, 400 meters below surface, every meter full of titanium minerals. Um, so that's the focus. We know from our studies, our, our inspection of the drilling, the core, the analysis, that the copper has come through somewhere. It's come in late, okay. uh, probably followed more the, the fissures and fractures within the basin. Um, but we're going to park that up. We're going to go look for that at another day. Focus on the titanium minerals. Focus on how we bring that into a, a development scenario, if you like. How do we, how do we look to commercialise that discovery? Right. That's our focus. Um, yeah, and I, and I think what is really exciting here is that this is a sweep of minerals. It's not just a single titanium mineral that we're identifying. Um, and all of these minerals that you see around the world that are being produced, there is a processing step for them. That, that these are, you know, this is not 
you know, whilst the geology is unique, the processing side and the, and the downstream and getting a production scenario together, um, you know, this industry's been around for, you know, 50, 100 years. It's, it's not a new... We're not, we're not sort of discovering or, or creating new technology, technology, so to speak. No, but you also much earlier stage than that right now. So you have said, right, here's a big mineralized system. We're going to hone in on the titanium. There are other byproducts, we'll call them, some which will chase later and some which are incorporated in this with this titanium yeah. mineralization that, that, you, that you're seeing. I, th- I think it's pro- I think if I'm looking at your company and the history of your company, I'm looking for some motoring then, okay? Because you guys are good explorers, you know, you're good at kind of finding stuff, as, but it's about finding stuff that's economic, right? So what do you do? How, how does the company change? How, what does the company need to do now to kind of show the potential of this thing to be developable? Yeah. How do you do that? Well, the first thing, and we've worked, I mean, personally worked in the industry, the titanium business before. So I got a sort of sense of what, you know, you know who the players are, what the products are that are most valuable, most sought after. And I think it's, you know, relative to point out, you know, that, that you know, people are talking lithium and they're talking about all these other battery metals. You know, the lithium market at the moment is about $8 billion, you know, per annum, you know, value. Titanium industry is $26 billion already and growing at a rate of about 6%. So you are, you know, we're, we're in a much more mature industry and we've got opportunities, therefore, I think, to, uh, to develop a, a, a commercial industry. There's plenty of options for people to partner up. Yeah. But I don't see us as being a seller. I don't imagine the situation where we get there and go, oh, we're an explorer. We've... You know, we find the world's greatest titanium deposit, and I, you know, we we flip it. You know. We've done a hard bit now. Give it away. Uh, okay, but but coming coming back to you, it's like, do you have the skill sets in the house? Do you have the team in the house to kind of move move away from just being pure early stage greenfield exploration guys and gals to saying, right, I know how we're going to take this asset forward. What do we do? I'm just interested. In it. I want to hear from you. What are the things that you're going to do? There's is there more drilling? Is there some metallurgy that you want to get into early? I mean, how, there's there's a process. There's a very clear and and, right. and you know it, it, it? it's it's you know it, it's we're still exploring this in in the sense of okay we made a discovery twenty one holes every hole hit titanium three diamond holes now proven to depth. Yeah. I'm currently drilling my next RC program. Yeah, I've got two rigs up there running at the moment. That is still stretching, if you like. We're stepping out and, and, and seeking within this, uh, this 30 kilometer strike length. Where would we seek to, to find better grades of mineralization? Mm-hmm. And what's, what's hosting the, the higher grades? Is there a particular uh, area within the, uh, you know, within the structure? Is there different rock structures? Is it in the sandstones, the siltstones, the conglomerates? So we're working on still exploring but not looking to make, you know, necessarily another discovery. Right. That then translates to, uh, okay, we identify uh, better grade mineralization. We we start to analyze the minerals. We do some metallurgical investigations. That's all underway in one way or another. Um, you know, the diamond core is, is fabulous for creating, you know, metallurgical core that we can test. And... Uh, we're going to back this up with another 40 holes in the in the first quarter. So we've got another 6,000 metres to drill. Yeah. Where we drill those holes, though, okay. 
will be dictated by the current program. So we'll have we'll have twelve thousand meters of drilling by end of first quarter. Okay. Uh, some of that will be dense enough, I hope, to pinpoint a an initial resource target. If not, we'll have to come in and do some further infill. Right. Have you got the money for the drill program? We've got the money in the bank for everything up till the end of this year. We we, we had that previously. We uh, we raised, we took a chance and raised some money in the market in September. Three million pounds. We were we were offered four. We knocked back. Um, you know, we didn't want all of that. So. I think at the end of September, we had 3.8 million pounds we announced uh, in um, in hand. Uh, look, that extra money we raised wasn't to complete this program. So that money is available for us to continue, you know, launching. But, but it sounds like to me, if you've got money till the end of the year, and you've some money in the bank, and you've got to cut a coverage in, et cetera, You'll need to raise money for the next drill program. The next two are fully funded and post that. So what I'm getting at, yeah, absolutely. So what I'm saying is that the the diamond drilling and this RC program were were already funded before we went into the market in September. The idea of raising money was to mean that we could do that first quarter backup program and then another program to do the infill if we need to. Okay, okay. Metallurgical test work, uh, mineralogy... All of that funded right through for this this next okay, phase. So, so tell me tell me a little about the kind of resource drawing because different CEOs have a different approach to to this. Some are nervous about putting a resource together too quickly because it kind of defines them. It kind of set, sets a flag on the ground and go, "This is the size of our project." And others don't worry about it because I think we'll just continue yeah. updating as we could be going for it. So, how are you? We're, about we're completely how- the opposite end of that scale. We're so big. When you think about it, we're so big that people can't imagine the number. And even putting an expiration target on it just will underestimate it completely. So what we have to do, I think, in some respects, is is change that thing and say, no, we need to narrow down our scope. Put a focus. Focus on where the grades... It's big enough. Right. Right. So I understand that. Billions of tons It's the same problem, but at the other end of the scale, which is like... Okay, we, we can't be talking about disregard potential because we'll just go drilling forever and ever and yeah. never finish together. But at the same time, he's going, we've got to be able to put a resource together on, I don't know, 5%, 10% of your, of your land package. And so this is big enough because to fund the development of this, fund the build of this is a, is a big number. And we've still got all of this stuff going on. So but, but the only reason I'm questioning this is because you guys have come from early stage exploration through to now development. And I want to get a sense of, how you think as management in a development context rather than that's pure exploration context. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Decision making is important. But it is a, it is a cycle, you know, it is a, it's almost a circular process of, of okay, we, 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 we're now moving towards identifying, as I said, grade. So grade, talking scale is great, but we've established scale. People, people can see that this is it's going, it, it's, it's more than big. So, no, this is a so high grade in sense. Go for the higher grade stuff first. Yeah, and but then we're what we're looking for in the market. Get some numbers on that, please. Absolutely, and to Quick do that, but to do that, I mean, the market end of it. So there are several critical things that we need to establish. You know, what sort of products do we want to make? Mm-hmm. You know, we 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 do, and we've reported in some of our earlier releases that we've got some ilmenite within the mix. It's not all ilmenite. Do we want to be a, you know, do we want to make a nilmanite concentrate and sell that to, a, a, you know, as an intermediate producer and be locked in as a price taker? 
whereby you know uh, you know what sort of influence is the biggest producer in the planet you know we'll, we'll almost flood, you know we'll flood the market well, all we're doing is just lowering the overnight price now why do I want to go down that path I've got to look for alternatives where I can upscale mm-hmm. you know um, look to make titanium oxide uh, higher grade titanium oxide products mm-hmm. uh, plenty of options there that we can look at but then I'm starting to be the price setter and yeah, I'm selling something for over two thousand dollars a ton, not three hundred dollars. So I'm 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 sort of changing our whole uh, you know basis, if you like, of our business model by by having that vision. Right. You know, I, I don't want to lock us in on any particular process route. I don't want to lock us in at this stage on any particular you know end customer type approach. I have so much optionality on this. The further we can get down the path and say, you know, you know, we're flexible. What we have is massive scale, great location, right in the middle of, of a major infrastructure hub. Access to rail, port, power, water, gas. So no major infrastructure capital required. We can get this thing built and operating, you know, subject to the processing flow sheets that, that are available. And as I said, the, tech, the technology is not new. Yeah. We, we can take the technology that, that others are applying already in the industry and apply it to this unique set of uh, minerals um, with confidence. Right. So, so but, look, I don't want to get ahead of myself. I, you know, I'm sure you don't want to get ahead of yourself too, but having a business plan and a vision and a strategy for delivering it is important. Many companies come in here and they don't um, even think about that, think about just drilling. Um, so can we come back to sort of where we nearer where we are today? So you know where you want to go, which is good. Have that, to have a vision. Absolutely, I agree with that 100. And but they also have the ability to deliver it. So there's a few things needed uh, to deliver visions, uh, and what, one of those is money along the way. And at the there's a point certainly with this. It's, it's not that technical, but it's 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 kind of an interesting commodity. When do you bring strategic partners in? How do you fund this in terms of the type of money that you bring in? And it can be through, if you know, head or self, you know, for forward for designing some of this stuff, bring strategic partners or money, strategic partners like some of the Chinese who would, you know, would, would take a lot of this off of your hands, I'm sure. So how do you go from where you are today uh, in terms of funding all these, some these baby steps that you're going to deliver over the next, say, couple of years? What was your, what's your plan for that? To just go back in the market? No, no the, the intention is not to constantly tap our, our shareholder base. I think that's the first thing we can say, you know, but sometimes you don't have a, a lot of, you know, particularly in these early phases of exploration moving into development, you, you don't have a lot of choice. Yeah. Um, I don't want to give you know, too much of the farm away, so to speak. So I don't want to go and do off-take agreements where I sell all the yeah. companies upside. Um, so somewhere in there, there's a there's a a twisting, winding pathway that we've got to navigate. So I agree, you know, do I have the answers for you today? No, I'll be honest about that. But but we only made this discovery back in May. We only just got the diamond drill results. Yeah. In fact, we only got assays for one of the holes and released that on Monday. I, I'm highly confident in what we'll see in the other two holes, But um, and they'll come out in the next couple of weeks. But this story is really just starting to unfold. Yeah. Um, 
I believe right now that the majors or the big boys in the in the industry are looking at this. You know, they're probably starting to hear about it. I would assume. Um, you know, this this is sort of like the the unicorn or the dragon story. You know, everyone's heard of it and people dream about them, but they don't think they're real. Uh, this is very real, but the big boys I don't think yet have woken up to the fact that, you know, this is such a large scale, high grade system. Um, you know, they're going to get really worried sooner or later whether or not somebody else gets it. Right. And, no. and, and that's kind of, I know it's a recent rhythm thing. And that's why I keep dragging you back to the today visual is important, but where we are today and, and how you move through the phases, right? Because um, you took a drilling, great, maybe some infill drilling and focus on a kind of higher grade core or mm. target, which you then put the resource on, then which you put the economics on and hopefully the market, you know, buys what you're saying and we're going to drive that, that stock price up and you get we can raise cheaper and cheaper capital. But at some point, obviously, when you look at alternative types of funds, financing, because you don't want to tamping up the share. Exactly. Right? But see, I'm just, I want to get to focus on this today. As far as you're concerned, the message is we've got something big. We know what we want. We want what we want to do. We are the next six months drilling. Developing. Tell you, yeah. Look, developing means a lot of things to a lot of people. So yeah. precisely for you, it means what? So what, what, what? I want to get control. Well, this is a great example. I, I'd like to have control of the narrative. I'd like yeah. to be able to articulate to our shareholder base and market. Perfect place to do it. Let's, let's try it. I would like to, and I'm not there yet. And I'm, okay. I'm honest about that. You know, we are learning as we go about the minerals. We are learning as we go about... The potential, uh, you know, we're going to develop this processing option. Right. We we're not, we, we have absolutely no doubt about scale. We are now getting more confident about high grade right. within the system because we can see it, we're sampling it. We've got 20, you know, we're picking up rock chip samples at surface near one of the drill holes, 10 to 20% TiO2. I mean, that's extraordinary. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, all the things are sort of falling into place as we build our knowledge up. But that last hurdle, how do I go forward after this phase? Mm -hmm. I need to get this next set of drill results. I need... So what are you drilling? Let's, let's, let's this. There's always a good one. What are you, what are you drilling for? What, what is the purpose of the drill plan that you've got? What do you want to get out of it? Not, you haven't got it yet. But you've got to be aiming for something. So what is it? The critical things in this now will become things like simple, you know, technical issues like mineral assemblage. What are the main dominating minerals? Well, you've got mixtures. So in here, you've got titanium minerals. Uh, there's ilmenite, rutiles, lecoxines, you know, hemati uh, titanium hematite mixture. Which is, and, and that's in itself is unusual, but that's because of the, the unusual way this thing is formed. Mm -hmm. Now... Any one of those could be commercialized, but as a combined package, which ones are right. which ones are the most profitable? And are there areas within this big system that this particular mineral is dominant? Because if I identify that, if I identify grade, and then I can identify minerals that I can extract more readily and cheaply, my pathway to an economic uh, you know, a, a, a high value outcome is much clearer to me. And, and that's why I'm hesitating and, and, and not, look, no, you know, I'm not sort of hedging my bets, so to speak, but I just don't know enough yet.
And you know, I've explained that to the market, I think. I've, I've kept that in every conversation I've had uh, out there in the forefront. We're learning. We, we, are, we, we know the industry. We understand a lot about it. We just don't yet know enough about this, this giant, this super giant that we've discovered. But we're getting there really quickly. This next phase of drilling, metallurgical testing, all of that will come through in the next couple of, you know, next, hopefully by end of quarter one, we'll be in a much better position. So let's, let's look at the bit of a narrative that you, you hopefully can talk to, which is there's been, given the nature of what you did, it was exploration, and I think you were some quite quick to kind of kill projects too, you know, I waste too much money, um, is the transition from many false dawns, because that's the nature of what you were doing, into a different type of company. Can you say that, is, is that what you partially want to communicate, communicate to the market? This is now a different type of company that you're investing into or, or are invested into. We have to grow. So, yeah. so I can say this quite clearly, I think, that we, you know, we were, and something that I thought we were quite proud of was that we were so lean, very little in terms of overheads, yeah. very little in terms of, you know, it's not a lifestyle company. So we... We as a company don't match, if you like, a giant mineral system and a giant discovery like this. We, are, we, are, we need to grow the company as we grow our understanding of what we have. We need to develop the skill sets that enable me to deliver on these promises. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I know people within the industry, within the Ilmenite titanium industry, I actually known some of them for over 40 years and they are already, I've already started to secure technical expertise okay. that I can bring to bear on this. But that, that's only half the story. Um, I mean, this is a globally significant, uh, you know, uh, uh, discovery. We need to be out there in the, in, the, in the world. We need to be talking to people around the, you know, you know, in the Europe, we need to be talking to people in North America. We need to be talking to people, you know, obviously in London, which we, we, we do, but we need to spread this joy. I don't have the bandwidth to get on a plane every three months and and attend, you know, and talk to people. So I've got to address that issue. Mm. I'm much happier being, you know, I drive up to the site and watch the jewel rigs running. You know, I'm, I'm you know, I want to, that's where I get my sense of how I add most value. But we need to, you know, we need to tell the story. We need to attract the finance that you're talking about that doesn't necessarily mean yeah, going around and doing a broker roadshow here in London. You know, let's get some big cornerstone investors in. Okay. At a premium. That's the first step, I think, in terms of what you're... Maybe that's what you've tweezed out of me, but I think that's the first step for us to take on the journey is significant cornerstone-type investment, which, which allows us and gives us the runway to launch. That's exactly where I was going, because I think... Without being too rude, it's like because of the nature of what you guys said before, yes, you ran a lean house, yes, you were very honest, and yes, you kind of killed things quickly if you thought it was never going to be economic. But therefore, without success, now you've made, for your words, in tier one discovery, different team will be, not different, additions to team will be needed, a, a new thinking will be needed, and the ability to develop will be needed and people the shareholders will want to see that that you still being a good arbiter of how to spend cash frigidly and wisely and accretively in terms of value creation so that that's why i say 
it's a new and there's a new company. Look at us in a different way to what you did before. That that's all I, I, I guess I can get from you today. I, I believe so. Without it, without being able to articulate, as I said, exactly how that would all unfold, it will come. It will come yeah. quickly. Yeah. Um, we'll see you more regularly. You can tell us all about it. <laughs> we'll see you more regularly. And as I said, look, this is you know sometimes you just got to sit back and take a breath which we haven't had the luxury of doing since we discovered this because we you know we are literally running at full pace trying to say well, what you know how big is this and what does it mean to the industry um, but i think we've you know we believe in it we can see that this thing is so such a such a scale that it can't help but shake the whole industry to its foundations we we map a pathway to commercial production you know, that's that it's like, it's all good, Sean. It's all good. Thank uh, you. Soon. I'll see you sooner, hopefully, as well. Because as these um, drill results kind of come through and you kind of get through a bit more data, it'll be interesting to see what you've got. Yeah, I hope to get back with a better narrative.